genre. Hi everyone and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, one Mylar scarf hostage-taking minute at a time. <laughs> I like it when it's a mouthful. Um, <laughs> that's what she said. Uh, Hello. I had to. Come on. He didn't have to. Hey, wait. I found a new sound, guys. Want to hear my new sound? I'll do it this way. <laughs> that is such a goofy sound. We were goofing around with my water bottle off air before the minute, and I figured I might as well find a way to work it into the show. Good job. Yeah, no problem. Here I am, Scott yeah, Tofty, Foley artist. Yeah, I got an error in GarageBand, and then that happened. I was like, oh my God, what was that? <laughs> like, what now? Anyway, uh, this is Turtles Minute. I am Scott Tofty. We are here Tuesday Minute 77 with your panel of turtle experts. Mr. Chris O'Connor is here. Yeah, I learned that from a rat. <laughs> it's Rachel Gatlin. Hello. And Adam Sheehan. Hello. Did you notice how much more like amiable and nice she said hello when you just had a normal <laughs> thing to say, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> that was a normal thing to say? <laughs> I mean, in context, yeah. It's not judging. It's more like, <laughs> oh, wow, that just happened. <laughs> I know. I like to pick on you guys because we're friends. Yeah, And I true. have trouble forming normal social bonds. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Um, minute 77 <laughs> starts with uh, Shredder taking uh, a hostage. It's the, 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 the girlfriend of, look at these costumes, guy. Uh, <laughs> and she does costumes. have a very shiny scarf. Uh, she also kind of reminds me of one of the Chipettes a little She's bit. She's also got like she a does. Judy. She also has like a Judy Jetson thing going on, too. Oh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and the minute ends with the turtles exiting our new favorite club, uh, stage left. Stage right? Stage right. Stage left? I forget I how know. that works. <laughs> anyway, that's what happens. Good night, everybody. Um, <laughs> Bye. Yeah. So, Kino has a line at the beginning here. As, as Raph is holding him back, he's like, I can take him. I can take him. <laughs> My reaction exactly, Chris. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Okay. I get that Kino is confident. I get that he is a martial artist and that he thinks he can help, but you really think that with four other ninjas present, who, who by the way, um, I would say are probably better fighters than Kino, you think you're going to be the one to take on Shredder by yourself. All four turtles are fine, in good health, not injured, and you think you're the one that's going to come in and save the day. I think, what I think, a douche nozzle! I, I think I think when Kino like jumped up there and did that flip and he, he like landed that kick, he sort of realized that the you know that the Shredder's grip was kind of weak and maybe he got a closer look at him than anybody else had, and he saw that like neck you know the the little support neck brace thing, and he realizes that 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 the dumpster thing like really messed him up. Hey, wait a minute! This guy's just being propped up. <laughs> wait a minute! Why are there two other guys holding this one guy up and moving his mouth? It's oh, actually just—it's actually just three eight-year-olds uh, sitting <laughs> on each other's shoulders. Vincent K. Adult Shredder. <laughs> it's Muppet Man. <laughs> um, so yeah, Kino just bugs me the way they wrote him. Like, I don't have any problem with Kino being confident and wanting to help. I have a problem with Kino thinking that I'm going to take Shredder all by myself. 
Like, he hasn't been that dumb in this movie up until this point. And now he is. He's just blinded by rage and teenage aggression. Blinded by the rage. Yeah, he is. He's super stoked. Like he he got out. He got in there and he busted through the door. He didn't realize how big the crowd was going to be. And now they finds himself on stage. He's just kind of lost in the moment. He shotgunned like four Red Bulls on the way here. <laughs> Do you think he like took a scooter? Six... <laughs> yeah, Did Red maybe. Bull exist in 1991? No, it was probably like six bags of Skittles. He brought his scooter and it's illegally parked. So he has to, you know, like wrap this up. They don't validate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Shredder's got this girl in a chokehold and he says, I'm going to cover her with this. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like enough to cover her. No. Also, what's it going to do to her? Because yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. We have not seen any humans mutated at all. Right. In this film franchise period. Right? Correct. I'm I'm more bothered by the fact that he just had a vial of this stuff stuffed down the front of his pants. (laughs) Yeah, that seems pretty dangerous. Well, pretty dangerous and and weird. Like, how many more of these does he have? What else does he have down there? (laughs) Why do you think they call him the Shredder? He was thinking about (laughs) mutating something. (laughs) This was his backup plan in case beating the turtles failed. He was going to go into the men's health market. Oh gosh. Um so yeah, he he threatens to douse this girl and and Kino's all like Meh. and then at about oh what is it? 18 seconds, 16 seconds. There's a guy standing behind Kino. He looks like beardless Silent Bob. He's got like a backwards hat on and it just looks like he's saying, "Who the hell is this guy?" Um <laughs> I just kind of like the background <laughs> character. It's worth mentioning. He looks like um one of the other kids from Power Rangers. What was it? Bulk and Skull. Oh, yeah. You know who he <laughs> yeah. looks like? You ever watch that show? What is it? Was it Playground? The, the cartoon? Uh, or, or or Recess. Recess. That's what it was. Yeah. He looks like one of the kids on Recess. Yeah. He looks like uh, TJ. Yeah. Or JT. I don't know. <laughs> T- I think it was TJ. Um, my other question is, where the hell did Vanilla Ice go? <laughs> He he got the hell out of Dodge. He got yeah. paid and he's done. Seriously, Ninja Vanish, more like it. <laughs> I just keep watching this bit of Kino uh, falling backwards into the shredder. <laughs> That's so dangerous. Like, <laughs> it, there's so many ways he could get impaled just from falling backwards into this guy. Yeah. Oh true. man. Yeah, speaking as somebody who just like just uh, recently accidentally sliced the tip of his finger off while trying to swat a bug, uh, yeah, falling on the shredder would just be a disaster. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Um, and I is that what knocks? Does it knock the ooze out of his hand? Do we see that? We don't really see. I guess it, we don't know. But it, it, the girl gets free, which is sort of the important part. Kino accidentally saves the damsel, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah. right, but the damsel that he put in danger to begin with, also true. <laughs> uh, so he's he's back at, uh, at 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 like he's null at this point. It's it's zero zero. The score is tied. You know? He's doing <laughs> fine. He's breaking even. He's he's doing fine. Great job, sweetie. <laughs> um, we get a little bit of a Back to the Future thing happening here. 
Uh, Donatello sneaks off during all this and goes over to one of the amplifiers and yeah. does does that thing that uh. I hate so much. We know, we know from context and from what we see on the screen that he's going to turn these amps up, right? Because what does any character on screen ever do with an amplifier? You turn it up. It's the first shot in any shot of it. Uh, anytime an amplifier is on screen, you turn it up. It's just the rule, okay? Why do you need to tell us, Donatello? Oh, wait, this was Mikey's idea. Yes. If you if you go to nine seconds in, Mikey's like, hey, Donnie, come here in the background. Like, this is a uh, classic Donatangelo. Classic Donatangelo. I just don't like the uh, the spoken Let's exposition. do this thing Marty McFly did. Yeah, Donatello goes, full volume. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> and then to 90s-ify it a little bit, uh, instead of using a guitar, it's a keytar that Michelangelo uh, plays. This shouldn't work. This is how we got the coming out of our shells concert tour. Exactly. Uh, this sure. whole this whole bit, this whole bit on stage, it's been driving me crazy since the since they went up on stage and the shredder came on stage and just like standing around and the awkward blocking and just kind of like them gesturing at one another. I'm just like, this is just preparing the audience out there for the for the stage show. Wait a minute. What if the coming out of our shells concert tour is just Vanilla Ice's adaptation of what he saw on stage that night. <laughs> Are we going back into this whole go- the movie Ghostbusters is based on? <laughs> yes. I still don't know how to wrap my head around that, man. It just it must, so much of my childhood has now been altered. It's it's mind bending. Yeah, uh, Michelangelo once again has his bandanas tucked into his neck seam. Just want to point that out. We haven't seen that in a while, but it's back again at about 19 seconds. Still don't understand why they're doing that, but it... Scott, from 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 a sound perspective, how many decibels would it need to be to knock someone back like that? To knock? Okay, so uh, didn't Mythbusters do this? Probably, probably. And I get if I had decibels is is different than a sound pressure level. Okay, sound. So how SPLs much sound pressure is sound level? pressure level? Uh, like microphones are rated for how much of an SPL they can handle. Uh, like certain microphones, you're not supposed to use on like drums because they can't handle as much sound pressure level. Essentially, what you're looking for is how much air is moving. So mm. a bigger speaker is going to move more air, right? All sound is is just moving air. It is it is compression and expansion of waves in the air. It's weather. Sound is essentially weather when you break it down. So the idea that sound could lift and move something is not unheard of. The idea that a sound coming out of a musical amplifier could lift and launch an entire person, the distance that it does in this movie, I would say it's ridiculously uh, overestimated. It's, okay. it's not accurate. It's impossible. It's also, everyone in this room would be deaf. Yeah. Like, Their ears would be bleeding. Yeah. yeah. Like brain damage would occur. Yeah. I, I mean, it's also possible that it's not the sound itself. It's the actual explosion of the cabinet. Yeah. That, that Which causes... also wouldn't happen. There's nothing really combustible in a speaker cabinet. I mean, I suppose voltage-wise, you could overload things. I mean, I've seen speakers catch on fire from... Mm. from uh, you know, probably too much voltage going through wires that can't handle it. They they overload the uh, must have been a great show. The resistance and stuff like that, but an explosion. I mean, the Who did it, but they put dynamite in their amps. So <laughs> unless Vanilla Ice had a real big plan for the end of this show before the Turtles took it over, 
uh, I wouldn't expect that this could, uh, could actually happen. This has been science with Scott. <laughs> also, this window that the shredder flies through is the phoniest looking thing in this entire yeah. film franchise. At it's, first, I thought maybe it was sugar glass, but it, it's too flimsy for sugar glass. It's it's paper. Yeah. It's also like black. It's not even translucent. Yeah. It's just opaque. It's, it's like painted wax paper or something. Yeah. It's really stupid looking. Yeah, it's not great. Um, I do like the shot of the audience. The uh, the the we're watching a tennis match shot of the audience when they go. <laughs> bong, everyone's bong, head is bong. facing one way, and then when Shredder flies across screen, it cuts to the audience, and they just switch what direction they're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks, Michael Pressman. Um, so Shredder's gone. Uh, look at these costumes guy picks up his girlfriend who is now on the ground, you know, fainting. And uh, Kino's like, uh, you know, I, I learned my lesson from a rat. It's not my oh, fault. Oh, wait, I'm wait, okay wait. Back, back up a little bit because okay. we see Raph kneeling over this woman and there's something going on with his butt. Oh, he's got turtle <laughs> spots in his butt. Yeah. Is it? Cause I couldn't tell if it was spots or little holes. So it's spots, oh and in the third movie, those spots get exaggerated a lot. They're like mm. little yellow circles with black underneath them. He he doesn't really have them anywhere else though. They're like just they have, on his butt. They have faded spots like on their shoulders and on the heads, but on the butt, it's very pronounced. I can't believe we're spending a minute talking about turtle butt. <laughs> well, at first I thought butt maybe spots. maybe they were like practical uh, like air ventilation holes. Well, otherwise you're going to get a rash. <laughs> or yeah. when you fart, the the suit's just going to inflate. Just <laughs> fart. <laughs> I've seen enough cartoons, and then like you take <laughs> off, you take off one glove, and that's how you end up spinning around the room like a like a balloon. You don't want to like be stuck in a suit. fart suit, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, name of episode. But anyway, it's, it's weird, and suit. I I hate it. Yeah, it's it is weird, and I remember the action figures that came out based on uh, this movie had a lot of spots, also very apparent spots. It, when we get to Turtles 3, which I think is probably going to happen eventually, probably not anytime soon, friends, uh, but there's a lot of obnoxious spots on those costumes, uh, very similar to what we see here. So, you know, it is, it's sort of the first time we've seen it this prominent in this film. Good catch. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like this whole Kino thing because he's like, I know, I know it's not my fight. It's like, well, if you know, you know, then what are you doing here? Literally a minute and a half ago, you thought you were going to beat up Shredder all on your own. Yeah. Not even. 37 seconds ago, you were like, let me at him. I can take him. You learned your lesson quick. Real fast. <laughs> I also like how he says, I learned that from a rat, and then the girl faints again. Yeah. Well, like once just a- the mere the mere mention of maybe there's a rat one of these. This is <laughs> this is the two movie long joke that whenever someone sees Splinter or apparently even hears about him, they faint. We've yeah. had April Pizza faint, rat. we had Kino faint, and now we've had this girl faint. Someone else fainted, right? Oh man, uh, I want to say yeah. But maybe it was just maybe that's know. it. But anyway, I like the running gag. This is your comedy rule faint. of three. No, this is your rule of three as far as Splinter faints go. Because I don't know that we 
Oh, does Kenshin faint in the third movie? Oh, I can't wait to get there. <laughs> the one thing that ties all these films together, people fainting when they see Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she's out. She's she's done. And uh, the turtles make their way off stage. Everyone in the crowd is like, hey, good show. Let's turn our attention to something else now, because that was fun. Like, Pay no attention to the giant green aliens walking through the room. I'm going to go order a beer. Yeah, or a, a, a fruit punch, because it's 1991 and this is a kid's movie. <laughs> but the sure. turtles spy Toka and Razar. <laughs> Which is still a dangerous thing to have in yeah. a nightclub. Yeah. A wolf and a snapping turtle. Especially the snapping turtle. The wolf seems pretty calm. Uh, I would probably say, especially the wolf. Cutie I mean, a snapping turtle will take an appendage off, but a also, wolf. Also, I'm is... pretty sure that's not a wolf. I think that's some kind of dog. It's just a doggy. It's just a doggo. Woof, 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 doggo. But that, that is a serious, like, prehistoric looking snapping turtle. Yeah. And they're not actually babies. <laughs> they aren't babies so anyway what I was going to say is you can see the armor and the knee pads and all the stuff that Token and Razor were wearing which means someone had to dress them at some point when they first got <laughs> mutated right because yeah. clearly they weren't on them to begin with Yeah, like it doesn't fit them it's too big also <laughs> Razor is adorable Oh, yeah. He's just a sweet little doggo. And he just kind of licks his nose. He reminds me of my dog. I should post a picture of my dog because he does look a little bit like this. (laughs) (laughs) The dog looks pretty terrified of the snapping turtle, as he should be. Right, because that thing is ugly as hell. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not a good... It's not cute. Mm -mm. Yeah, not cute at all. My my brother's a, a landscaper, and he was working a job one time, and there was this big snapping turtle... Um, and he fed it half of a Wawa hoagie. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. Like, he just held it out, and it took this giant bite, well, and he's like, you're going to eat this sandwich. We know what happens when people eat the Wawa meatballs, don't we, Adam? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, if it was a meatball sandwich, look out. <laughs> so there's a piece of music playing in the background here. Did anyone catch that at the end of this? Minute? I did. I have some things. Hang oh, on. I'll let you do it then. I was going to bring it up, but you're usually pretty good at this. So Adam, why don't you take it away? Let us know what this uh, rare instance of music placement is in this film. <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot of it. Uh, this song is called Move by a group called Tribal House. Uh, I dug a little bit into Tribal House. I couldn't find anything about them specifically, but I did find out that Tribal House is a genre of music it's kind of like uh this version of house music Hmm. that was really popular in like circuit parties um yeah that's that's what i've got yeah (laughs) they're on the uh sbk record label which once again just like in the first movie you know all the artists were on sbk uh partners in crime yakid k all of those were on the same record label, so it seems like they're kind of keeping it in the family here once again. Um, this was released as a single in 1991. They're, I think they're from the Netherlands, from from what I can see. And it looks like there was even a couple different versions of this, a couple different mixes of this single that made it out, or at least mm. that were released. So It's track four on the Secret of Views official soundtrack. There's a lot of house music in this in this movie. Yeah. It's it's that time of decade. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, everybody was doing the running man. Everybody was kung fu fighting. Or just like, <laughs> but yeah, the, I, I was interested because it, it was like it gained a lot of popularity in the circuit scene. I was like, what's the circuit scene? Circuit parties were just these like two day long dance parties. Oh. Lord. And then they, they kind of fell off in the, in the 80s, came back in the 90s, and then fell off. But apparently, they're back. Oh. Parties. And this kind of tribal house music. So that's interesting. Seems like something you'd hear about at Limelight, just like a three-day party or yeah. something. <laughs> well, I'm interested now. <laughs> um, the last thing we see is the turtles exiting the Dock Shore Club. Is that what it was called again? Sure. Yeah, let's go with it. And you can see as they open the door is the New York City skyline, which means they're not in Manhattan. They must be either in Brooklyn or New Jersey Mm. or possibly Queens, I suppose. But it's easier. Usually it's a little easier seeing the skyline from Brooklyn. So just, you know how I like my New York geography in these films. (laughs) I can't tell which side it looks like what I'm looking at might be like the Sears or Chrysler building, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to see. It's a very quick shot. Generic skyscraper. Who knows? Well, it's probably New Jersey because it's on the other side of the river. Well, I mean, Brooklyn's on the other side of a river from Manhattan also. Yeah, true. I and don't really know Brooklyn as much earlier. about this as you we, do. We do know that the foot were recruiting down by uh, Dumbo, the Manhattan Bridge overpass there in Brooklyn earlier in the film. So oh, it's not too far-fetched to assume that this encounter took place closer to their turf than it did the Turtles. I mean, strategically speaking, that's what I would do. I'm a, I'm a little concerned that they're just leaving this dog and snapping turtle in a room full of people. Yeah. <laughs> more I'm more concerned for the dog. He's probably pretty scared. But he's such a that snapping dog, turtle though. is about to wreck some people up. Have we ever <laughs> talked about have have we had turtles? Have you guys had turtles as pets? I did. No. Nope. No. I had I, two. I I found a couple in the yard and, you know, like sort of would hold on to them for a day and then and then went for a walk and dumped them off in streams. Yeah, I caught one in Lake George once. And I feel like I've told this story before and then kept him for about I don't know. I feel like it was maybe a year when I was a kid and then brought him back and put him back in the lake. And then I was just up there again this year and saw a turtle in the exact same spot. Looked exactly the same. I maintain it's the same damn turtle. (laughs) <laughs> they do live a long time. Yeah, yeah. I, I had I had these two uh, painted slider turtles mm-hmm. when I was a kid that we had for probably like six or seven years wow. at least. Wait, I just and asked if the, you had turtles as a pet, and you said no. No, I said yes. Oh, okay. I said no. Oh, sorry, my bad. But um, it's like Adam, you a, lying son of a. <laughs> I actually I named them uh, Michelangelo and Raphael, like you oh, do when you're a kid. Mine was named Leo. <laughs> but but Raph got really really big, and then we found out he was eating all of the gravel in the bottom of the tank, oh. and oh. he didn't he didn't do so well. He passed away, and then for a while we were keeping the tank outside because it smelled bad and it was yeah it was nice out. It was kind of their habitat. Right. But then we had a really bad rainstorm and forgot that the tank was oh. out there, and the tank <laughs> overflowed, and this turtle got out and ran away. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ran away, air quotes. <laughs> My turtle ran away. <laughs> Sounds like a children's book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the turtle that ran away. Oh, sad. Well, So slowly. That, it had a lot of time to think about running away. That brings us to the end of the minute. And uh, anyone else have final thoughts? 
I just want to go back to whoever wrangled Toka and Razar. So just imagine for a second, they got the snapping turtle, but there weren't any wolves at the zoo. So they just found a dog. <laughs> they stole some. I think he took that guy's dog. It would work. They could have just taken somebody's like dog and somebody's cat. Yeah, so that's not really the kind of turtle you would see at the zoo either. A snapping turtle, probably. Not I not mean, one like that. Like like a, a turtle like that you could find in the creek down this way. Like yeah. those are those are fairly common turtles. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe he found it at like maybe he found it at like a reptile house or something. Enclosure. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's a sad fat kid somewhere stapling pictures to a telephone pole. Lost oh. dog. <laughs> oh, Lost man. snapping turtle. I don't know why he has to be fat. I apologize for that. He could be a skinny <laughs> kid. That was unnecessary. It's weird, man. <laughs> it's because I'm fat and I, I some fat kid in a too small T-shirt. <laughs> He's got a, one of those hats with the propeller on it. His shirt's freckles. got horizontal stripes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's not doing anything for him. <laughs> oh, we're terrible people. Anyway, uh, that's that's the end. That's minute seventy-seven. We are getting dangerously close to being done with this thing uh i believe our next guest guest sorry not a guest a guest is uh, gonna be pretty cool i'm gonna keep it a surprise but he might have something to do with uh oh god now i'm gonna get people's hopes way up might have something to do with wwe i'm just gonna leave it at that (laughs) and uh ask you guys to come back for the super shredder minutes for the rest of the week (laughs) Well, we we haven't actually fully scheduled this guest, so right, like, which is why I'm being really vague about it. <laughs> let's hope this all goes vague according to plan. Like I said, we are right up on our release date, so if this dude bails on us, there might not be any guest, but uh, we're hoping to have him next or her tomorrow or her or they. We don't want to um, be too. But then <laughs> my buddy, exclusive. my buddy Brandon Warren is going to be back. He was on the show. Uh, last year and provided some energy. He's actually on the show six times last year because we had to delete a bunch of his minutes, I believe. Uh, if I remember correctly, we had to redo some of them. Uh, but he's going right, to be back. using the corn. Yeah, we were using the corn. That's that's the guy. <laughs> and mm. uh, and then after that, it's all credits, man. And then we're done. We'll have some sort of grand finale episode for you guys, but we're, we're, we're getting real close here. Just a couple weeks left. Getting sad. Not too mm. sad. I look forward to having some free time again. Yeah. I, I've already started planning a new podcast uh, <laughs> t- to be announced that is too ambitious. Yeah. yeah. Well, we will absolutely promote that. <laughs> and I'm going to have some stuff to promote when Brandon's here because we have some exciting news for you guys that does, has nothing to do with Ninja Turtles, but it's it's appropriate timing. Um, make sure you guys go to tmntminute.com, our brand new website where you can keep tabs on everything we're doing, social media, Instagram, Twitter, the Dueling Genre t-shirt shop, the Amazon affiliate, uh, little bios on each of us, your hosts, information about the, uh, the podcast as a whole and, 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 and other stuff, things, many things, podcasty things, I guess. Go there, tmntminute.com, uh, and... That's it? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's it. Goodbye? (laughs) Bye. Bye, everybody. Cowabunga. Cowabunga.